What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Deja Vu Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about old TV shows. We did one season of Lost. We did one season of The Sopranos. And Travis, I almost called you Connor. Uh, Travis, we are doing our rewatch of Breaking Bad. That's right. I, I, we need to break down the percentage of our episodes for each show when we're done with Breaking Bad. Because we are I feel like we're on a slow pace for Breaking Bad compared to Sopranos and definitely compared to Lost. Because Sopranos, sometimes we did three or four episodes but That was during the Pandy. That was during yeah. the Pandy. And we also did like two a week. We did. We did. We kind of doubled things up. And that's how we kind of flew through the soaps. But with Breaking Bad, as uh, we took like 30 bye weeks in a row. Yeah, we took a, <laughs> some time off. And, My uh, fault. Now we're, we're going to... No, it's both of our faults. Both of our faults. We had children over at my house and stuff like that. But now we're doing two episodes at a time, which I'm not t- I'm not necessarily upset about because I'm, I'm liking the uh, episodic nature of doing it this way. Kind of get to like wait. We'll I burn both episodes on the same day, so then I have to wait a week until we get yeah. to the next two. It's nice. I like it. It is. And two is a very good, like, just sit down and watch two. You know, it's a good yeah, number exactly. to watch. Not three yeah. or six, you know. My time's a little bit more con- uh, condensed as uh, children go to bed about eight. Sure. And the, sure. the wife finishes her workout about 830. And we're old people. So we're in bed by like 945. Damn. So we generally will do one. One on like Monday nights and one on Tuesday nights when we record on our our regular day. Uh huh. When's our regular day again? Wednesday. Wednesday. We did that like three weeks in a row, but you know we can make it Wednesday. I'm good, man. Whatever whatever you want to do. do, We're a very decisive podcast, as you can see. We're both alpha males jockeying for position. We are. We are. And uh, yeah, I mean, we're just both really fighting over the control of this thing, and. Hopefully we get to the end. I hope so. We might be at each other's throats uh, by the end. But let's talk about a season three episodes. What, two and th- uh, three and four? Three and four. Three and four. Three and four. Okay. I so, feel like this season, before we jump in, I feel like this season is a little bit more similar to season one so far, pacing-wise. Just uh, it's a little bit more slow burn in its nature. Yeah, and it might just we're setting some things up, obviously. Well, you but... have you have <clears throat> him not wanting to cook, right? You have right. like this big aftermath of this thing happened, and now Walt doesn't want to cook, <clears throat> and Jesse wants to get Walt to cook, kind of, and other people want Walt to cook, but Walt just doesn't want to cook. He's too concerned about his family. It's about time. It's about time. <laughs> It feels like a, a heavy course correction after the ending of last season when he uh, ditched the, or I guess the ending of episode one when he ditched the family to go uh, sell some some of his cook. Mm-hmm. But you know, extenuating circumstances, that sort of deal. We do uh, get a <clears throat> flashback at the return of Tortuga, Danny Trejo. Yeah, character. yeah, and I saw another I saw another. Old, uh... Yeah, go ahead. I saw Tortuga in another piece of media this week. I'm sure. He's in a lot of movies. He is in a lot of movies, but I totally forgot he was in this movie until I saw him. 
the classic film from <sighs> dusk till dawn. Oh yeah, and he's uh, the bartender. About vamps. One, yeah, about vamps. He was the, one of the bartenders at the at the titty twister. <laughs> Is that where he says the line? Are you a Mexican or a Mexican? I don't believe so. He's he's more concerned with them being truckers or bikers. Okay. And then Harvey Keitel informs him, look outside, bud. You see that RV Forester out there? You have to have a Class C license. I'm a trucker. And they get to stay. Okay. Probably wish he got it kicked out because he died at the end of the movie. Spoilers. Yeah. Sorry. I haven't seen that in a long time. It's a fun watch. Doesn't doesn't Quentin Tarantino play a pedo in that? Uh, I don't know that he's necessarily a pedo or if he's more just like a rapist without like borders. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. A rapist without borders. That sounds. Yeah. Cause lovely. he rapes and kills an old lady about 20 minutes into the movie, but then he is trying to get in. Uh, is it, oh, what is that girl's name? Jin, Jeanette Lewis. Jin- Forgot. Juliet Lewis, Juliet Lewis. Mm-hmm. She's in like every movie in the nineties. Um, yeah, no, he does try and he do, he does want to have sexual relations with that underage girl. So I mm-hmm. mean, on paper, yeah, definitely pedo, okay. definitely pedo. Okay. Good movie though, fun movie. It is fun, <clears throat> fun. Anyway, movie. back back to back to Tortuga and his untimely demise. So yeah, we we get kind of the flashback of when he gets his head cut off, and we kind of establish the um kind of the the who some of these characters kind of are as far as the head of the cartel. And mm-hmm. then the two, uh, the two twins, cousins, who, uh, the sir. cousins, the cousins. I think it's because uh, Bob called him the Nelson Cruz twins. <laughs> yeah, so I... they do look like Nelson Cruz. Right. There is no doubt. I the think that's Salamanca why. cousins. Yeah, and we do kind of learn sort of their whole why they're after uh, Walter White in this episode as well. Yes, that's a little later on. Yeah, we'll get to sort of that little that little scene. Which is a fun scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we sort of start with back with Walt, who's back at home. He's moved home. Uh, Walter Jr., super thrilled. He's stoked so, about the whole development. So there's this this episode. I remember there was a video online, and they put laugh tracks to a lot of this stuff. And it was really <laughs> funny. Because it's like it's like when he pops out from the window, there's like a laugh track and it's my home and it's a laugh track. And it just it was it's kind of darkly funny. Someone did that. This whole like uh, whole episode is this humongous. um, uh, Just the fight between Skylar and uh, Walt and just house issues and who's living here and who's not. And Walt just imposing his will onto the house and does making... feel very sitcom. <laughs> it does like in a very like, like the toxic like the pilot way. of a bad sitcom. Oh yeah, totally. The, the dad won't leave. Uh, so Skylar, Skylar, not as, not as thrilled as Walter jr. As you might, might, might think. And she calls the police to have him removed from the household. She's she doesn't have much to go on. Oh, she she's has a telling, ton. She's yeah, she's not home. saying it. Yeah, and like they're like, look, we just like we can't really do it. He he owns the house. He's he's on the house as an owner. Uh, you don't seem to be hurt per se. Um, so unless you have any other information for us, or we have a court order. There's not a whole lot we can do in this situation. So her whole, she says the whole pretty much 
reason she doesn't want to turn him in is she doesn't want Walt Jr. to find out his son's a drug dealer. Right. Okay. And I think, I mean, part of it has to be saving face too, you know? Yeah. Like, like her own embarrassment has to be coming into play here. You know, and, with, and, and it would especially Hank, with a, right? yeah, that's gotta be like a main, like through line on that is mm-hmm. like, if it comes out that, she, that he is a criminal, then in, even if there is no connecting evidence that she knew about it at all, she still is wrapped up in it, you know, she and having a money. DEA brother-in-law, yeah. yeah, you know, and he might get fucked for uh, not realizing it. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Like that's, that would be weird. Right. But I mean, that would definitely be the story is how did he not see this was going on? I feel like he's got some sort of inkling, though. Like he knows that there's like he knows that there's more going and we'll get to some of the the, the deep Hank stuff later. But like, I just feel like he know he doesn't know that it's Walt, right? He mm-hmm. doesn't know that it's Walt specifically, but he knows that there's something off and that it's a big, big deal. And it doesn't it's not as big a deal to like the state of New Mexico or the DEA in New Mexico as it is to him. And that's why he feels so connected to the Heisenberg case. Well, I thought too, is that he just wanted to find an excuse not to leave to El Paso. I think it's all connected, man. Because I think he hated it so much. I think that's some of it, but I think it's all connected to like, this is a good, like he is scared of El Paso, but also it's a, there's a good excuse built in in his mind. He feels like he really legitimately feels like there's something very uh, important happening that he needs to tend to. And he's mm-hmm. I mean, he's correct. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not for his job is not as important. It's not as important to nail nail Walt up against the wall as it is in his own personal life, whether he mm-hmm. knows how uh, significant that is yet or not. Mm hmm. But we've got some more, some more Hank. We do come, get right? the uh, the pizza down finally. Yeah, we got the pizza down, and that's good. That's good. You don't want to have a pizza. I'm having pizza for dinner tonight. I think I am too. I'm going to Ooh. Kane Rosso, Kanye Rosso. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh. I don't know what we're gonna get. We're gonna get something different. We always order from like the same three places, but I want to try a new place today. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, let's see. So yeah, so she does go back to the lawyer and to- does admit to so, Walt drug dealing this conversation reminded me of the sopranos yeah with uh where carmelo talks to the the jewish therapist yeah um and he pretty much tells her get the kids leave Leave. now and she kind of gives similar advice call the cops get it do it now sue him for divorce turn him in (laughs) And like you said, she won't do it because of Walter. She says she won't do it because of Walter Jr. You know, uh, really, I think. Let's see, I have this written down on the next the next episode, but I'll go ahead and say it now. Like this show, there are so many characters that are just waiting for the problems to go away. Uh huh. Like she says it yeah, in the next she's... episode, like. If she w- she waits this out long enough, he's probably just gonna die anyway. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you know. Walt waiting for Jane to choke to death. Walt waiting for Jesse to get out of uh, out of rehab and not be a drug addict anymore. There's just so many characters that are just waiting 
for the well, problems to go. Now, you know, you got Gus and the Salamancas waiting for, uh, you know, the, the business to be done. They're waiting right. to kill Walt. Right. It's just, it's not how you get things done, Trey. Right. Gotta be an action man. Gotta be mm-hmm. an action man. Uh, let's see. So, Je- we kind of revisit Jesse, who's clearly still been down in these first two yeah episodes. he's listening to jane's uh voicemail over and, and I'm over assuming again this must be a timeline check because it's got to be midnight for a, a phone number to get cut yeah. off i don't in know the middle of leaving a message <laughs> um i don't know the whole deal on that yeah but that shows you how much he's been listening to it you know like exactly constantly. that that was that was a tough scene that was yeah that was tough but hey, who who uh, who could drop by your house and and uh, just really cheer you up? If Bob, Bob Odenkirk, Odenkirk came over to my apartment right now, I'd turn the podcast off and not. Would you? Would you, would you? Well, I mean, we're doing a Breaking Bad podcast. I guess. So. I guess we got to get him on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could share a mic with him. We you could share just a mic. pull I have up an right extra next mic to you. Put in. Yeah. You give him your nice chair that you're sitting. Yeah, in. Yeah, I'll give him the nice chair. You can sit on the get doubles table. on the got doubles on uh on that one. You know. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that he could sit in your lap, maybe he could, if he wants yeah. to. He's allowed. That would be nice. Bob you might want to sit in his allowed. lap. If he lets me, I'm down. I think Bob would be okay with that. I think. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Saul drops by, and he's uh, he's asking Je- Jesse to get Walt back in the game because, like we said, he's 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 quit. He don't want to do it anymore. And Jesse kind of, I mean, he commits to do it, but he's not like super stoked about having to go wrestle Walt that Walt back up. So do you think it was his plan to make the meth cuz he knew that Walt was uh was going to be pissed? Do I think that that was Jesse his plan? made the No, I don't. Okay. I don't. I think he just wanted to like do his own thing. Yeah. But now everybody else is certainly using that right to their advantage. To, to their advantage because I, I like, don't think that actually, yeah, that stuff, that stuff doesn't actually happen until the next episode. Okay. Right. Yeah. I think, yeah, so, no, yeah. yeah, no, 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 it doesn't. These episodes are actually fairly connected. Very, very connected. Yeah. Um, like I was saying these two episodes in particular are very, are paced extremely similarly to the first season where there's not a ton of plot movement in these two episodes. Mm-hmm. It's more just like filling in the blanks. More than anything, still totally very interesting. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, no, I think that they, I think that they are all using Jesse as a way to sort of entice Walt back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Hank, bad cop Hank. I hate that they call him a junkie still because he's. I don't Jesse, know. Like, he, I feel so bad for that kid. He just gets he's the just raw end of the trying. deal. And that's you know, all he that's all he's ever really doing is just trying yeah. his best. It's not it's not good. His best is not good, but it is his best. God, he needs better friends. He does. He needs a better crowd. <laughs> yeah. He needs a better crowd he does. for sure. Uh, uh, Skinny Pete and Badger and Walt are not the best no, circle to have. Probably not. No, though Skinny no. Pete does save his ass in the movie. He does. Skinny Pete turns things around. He still looks he like does. a meth head at the end. He wouldn't but... look. He went from not letting him crash on his couch to to helping him out. So there you hey, go. That's that's character development. Sure. Right? Yeah. Right there. Right there. Right there. 
So bad cop Hank. Yes. This is a weird one. I mean, it's not really. I mean, it's it's not. It totally, makes I guess sense. It's not, it makes sense. And it's not totally. Oh, oh, oh this even. part. Okay. Okay. No. I, yeah. This fight. is weird. I don't know what he's trying to do. Um, I thought he was just trying to be like, can I do this again? Can I get into some shit? You know, that's what I thought. I thought he was like, do I still have my, my fastball? And he's a pretty good fighter, man. I wouldn't want to get in a fight with Hank. No, it was. And, it, and it, he it, has like a welt on his face. I didn't see where a punch landed on him. I didn't either. Uh, this is some dirty ass cop shit though. Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> like he leaves his gun, which is a smart move smart move but for a train he's basically at the end of the day a trained fighter right like a, tra a train like he is trained in combat and he goes in this bar and picks this fight with just two dudes and he just who might be doing a drug deal who knows maybe maybe they might be they might be but as soon as it's all over he was he he uh, makes it very known that i'm dea so y'all probably don't want to continue coming at me right it's a very uh I got glasses. Don't stop. stop. Yeah, yeah. Don't hit a guy. You wouldn't <laughs> hit a guy with glasses, would you? No. Yeah, it's it's kind of pussy shit. And um, I, I can't remember. Does does Gomi talk to him after, like in the next episode, or is that in this episode where he like goes through? He like finds him in the in the bathroom and is like, "Oh, here's yeah, he what I find him in the bathroom." Yeah, that's this episode. Yeah, like this is what this is what I said happened, but I did not tell them that you left your gun in the car. Right, because that would that would that would implicate you, and that this was premeditated, mm -hmm. and that that would be weird for everybody. So, but Gomi's worried about him, and like part of it is the El Paso stuff because he's starting to sort of shirk the El Paso talk, and I think in this episode, him and Marie even have a conversation about El yeah. Paso too, and he's even trying to like he's like selling her on El Paso a little bit. If I remember but he's correctly. not feeling he's it not sure about it yeah yeah he he's selling her but he's trying to sell himself right he's tr trying to sell himself yeah like and, um, and he's he's got anxiety horrible anxiety uh he doesn't want to do it and he's you know he's pretty macho dude like he's probably yeah. doesn't want to admit it you know and he probably like should how, be seeing a therapist right now like if you are uh gomi or anybody that's close to him or that knows him It'd be really scary for that guy to be acting the way he's acting. Yeah. Because he's not like, I mean, he's very macho, but he's also like one of those people that just gives off leader vibes, you know, uh -huh. like he's yeah. the guy that stands in the front of the room and mm -hmm. tells everybody, Hey, it's going to be cool. We're to go in here. We're going to do this. And it's going to be, it's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. And like, this is the guy that's like, every time you even talk about El Paso, like turns into a shriveled mess. Yeah. Like that would, especially if he is your boss and he's the guy leading you into these like dangerous he has PTSD now. Like he has oh, PTSD. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. That's what's, I mean, he's got yeah. PTSD, depression. He's got anxiety. I mean, he just, he saw a bunch of people blow up right in front of him. And he, yeah. the reason he didn't get blown up is because he got too sick and he went because to his it car, was so it's kind of embarrassment to it. You know, it's, it's, it, it's not, you know, it's, it's a big deal. Like it's, you know, I don't know. Crazy. Um, okay, so you, let's talk about the meeting with the Salamancas and Gus real quick. Uh -huh. I, I mean, there's not really a ton that happens here. Other, I mean, basically, Gus puts it down. Look, I've got business with Walt. You can't kill him until I'm done. I do love the the Kroger uh, veggie tray. 
Dude, it's so funny that Gus is veggie tray guy. Yeah. Uh, it's just great. I find Gus to have sort of the same aesthetic as uh, President Barack Obama. Like, he's got sort of that same, like, appearance, demeanor, and, like, how he talks. And just, like, it just seems like maybe Barack might be veggie tray guy at the meetings. There is a funny meme of, I think it was Barack Obama and uh, Stephen Hawking's. And he's like pushing him in the wheelchair, or he's like he was like talking to him in the wheelchair, and it says, "Hello, Hector." <laughs> <laughs> See, that's hilarious. So, I don't think you you're the first person to the, think that. You could probably present that to the House of Representatives next week if you wanted to. You could. I hear they're running memes through there. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, like I said, not a, really a ton that happens there. Just basically, you can't kill him till I'm done with him. So let's get yeah, into. And, and do you think he would really allow that, though? Allow or is he just kind of saving face? Yeah. Oh uh, no, I think if he's done with him, he would allow them to kill him, right? Because like he has a vendetta against the Salamancas. He, that's right. He may not allow them to kill them specifically to kill him. Mm-hmm. Just because he doesn't like them. But I, I, I totally believe that when he's done with Walt, he's done with Walt. And if somebody mm-hmm. wants to kill him, he won't stand in the way. Right. Uh, okay, so let's get over to maybe definitely one of the biggest Skyler moments in the entire show. Yes, this is a great moment. This we is did not mention... Getting... This is a very, this is an opposite, or this is very different than um, Carmella, where Carmella, the worst thing she did was maybe bad eyes at uh, Furio a few times, you know? She kissed the priest once, though, didn't she? Um, I feel like I remember her smooching with the priest. They weren't, like, smooching, but maybe he, like, kind of kissed her and it was, like, a big deal. There was never, like, anything like this. You know, no, Carmella no, 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 never... No, no did anything like this she never i don't remember her dicking anybody down anyway no but we didn't mention we generally do a a title check at the beginning of the show we didn't mention the title of this one ift i fuck ted i fuck ted god that's some vindictive shit man that's a i loved it too because it was such because uh walt is this this episode oh yeah so walt uh does his like hey he kind of is sincere, you know, like, hey, everything I did, I did for the family. Like, this is the money that I'm going to provide you guys. It sounds like he's being sincere, Walt. And then he goes like, I'll give you uh, time for, to make your decision on letting me stay or not. And and so, and you know, and then Walt, you know, he invites uh, Walter Jr.'s friend over for dinner. So, <laughs> you know, nothing uh, goes over, nothing, you know, nothing gets yeah. too crazy. Nobody's you know, going to pop off. No one's going to pop off with Lewis there watching Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <laughs> uh, he has his little apron on and making roast beef, making pot roast. And he's being, you know, the breakfast dad. And yeah, he he's, thinks he's, he has this thing. He's being good, good husband. He thinks he has like this plan down. And then then uh, Skylar has some ammunition. <laughs> because Boy, at she's work, got a fucking bazooka, man. At work, she uh, gives Ted a, Teddy a little smooch at the coffee machine 
Then fucking Karen comes in and cock blocks the whole thing. What a bitch. And then she's like, kids home? I don't know, go to your house. And she fucks. And then uh, yeah, she gives that bombshell. I fucked Ted. Boy, Lewis. <laughs> that plan could not have backfired any no worse. No way. Long. Yeah. That could not have gone any <laughs> worse. <laughs> that was bad. I feel like I talked to my wife about this. Uh-huh. And I felt as if that was a bit of an escalation on on Skyler's part. Because he's like, yeah, he's lied to her and he's told, you know, some fibs to her and whatnot. But I just feel like an affair is a step further than I would have found acceptable. The pun- I guess it's not the punishment doesn't really fit the crime. Yeah, it just felt like a weird way to go about it. Uh, and this is this is like sort of the same thing with uh, Walt and his criminal proclivity and how I kind of feel like. That was always inside of him, and it just mm-hmm. blossomed because of circumstance. Uh, I feel like this has always been in Skyler and is mm-hmm. now blossoming because of circumstance. Be- because it just doesn't it doesn't make, make total sense. Although my wife, I, I, I initially said that she cheated on Walt with uh, with Ted. She did not like the wording I used. Didn't consider that cheating. So I I updated. That wasn't. To- oh, sorry. Go ahead. I updated my my uh, vocabulary to affair. They are still married, so technically, I still believe that is an affair. Cheating might be a step too far on the the wordsmith ledger, but I think I think I have to consider that an affair. Yeah, it's an affair, and she's like definitely likes him. I mean, she's yeah, going over sure. there. It's not just like a. <clears throat> one night stand thing just to have no because i mean it continues into the next episode right right uh, make sure i got i had a couple of other little tiny things that i'd written down before we move nope i got it it was basically all of the uh huh don't um, you hate it when you write notes in the margins and then you can't yeah, read it i know <laughs> Anyway, I guess Jesse does uh, start cooking, right? Yes, he starts his starts his cook, starts his own little batch, his own little business on the side, and that kind of takes us into the next episode. Yeah, mentioning that. So uh, I believe this one opens up with Jesse at a uh, a convenience store gas station, mm-hmm. and he this is this is I love this because Jesse doesn't always come off as a like a a ladies man or a charmer but he he's definitely charm a charmer there yeah he's definitely a charmer and he's you know he's not what i would call articulate but like she asks him what it feels like and he's like it's awesome <laughs> it's the bomb <laughs> it's awesome. man it's the bomb uh so he convinces this cashier to take a little bit of little bit of jesse blue meth for some gas which seems like a good trade if you if you're jesse and that one that that does come back around as we get into the Hank story later on. But she does mm-hmm. do that, and he just drive off. Had it, got his gas. So that's good. And I believe the next thing that we see is uh, Walt making a giant scene and trying to break into Ted's office. <laughs> um. Oh, I, I did want to say I like the I like the line. I'm in between banks. What does that even mean? <laughs> 
What does I'm in between banks mean? That's a good question. Have you that that you took that all of your money simple? out of Chase Bank and moving it to Bank of America, but you I just haven't made the deposit that. yet? I guess I've not done that. I've never changed banks. I've oh, changed also, loan it was a servicers. boss move. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Apologize. Oh, I just said I've uh, I've changed loan servicers, but uh-huh. not banks. It was also a boss move that he's holding the the meth out, and the cop comes up. Oh yeah, he's that just was like, funny. you gotta take yeah. this now. You yeah, gotta do it. it. Big smile on his face. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah. So cut to Ted's office. Walt is making a huge scene, and he's trying to break into Ted's office. And the security guards get their dream day at work because they get to escort an asshole out of the office. Mm-hmm. At this company, this has to be those guys' best day right. at work. Yeah. Because they finally get to use their skill set. Right. And he's going to throw a humongous potted plant at the window. <laughs> and Ted that is just kind of hiding in there like a little, little yeah, wuss. Yeah, which I feel like that would be my move too if I were I Ted. think Ted could take Walt. Maybe. I mean, he's fresh off of chemo, so yeah. he's not the strongest he's ever been. Right. And Ted's a strapping, strapping old man. Sure. Seems like he works out. Might run some laps down yeah. at the Y or something. He might, might be at the Y running some laps. Yeah. Might be doing some You know, Ted cardio. seems like he might be uh, just affluent enough to be a swimmer. Yeah. Doing some laps. Yeah. Swimming. Yeah. Doing some laps in the pool at LA Fitness or something. Uh-huh. Sure. And then, uh, so he gets kicked out of there, and Mike. Yeah, because they bugged the house, so like they were right. listening to the conversation. Like this is going south. We should probably go get him. We mm-hmm. should pr- probably go pick him up, and takes him to go see Saul. And Saul obviously wants him to start to get cooking again. Like mm-hmm. I, I know you got all this marital stuff going on, and I think it's the second time he's told him find yeah. another lady, right. and continue business. Yeah, that's that's what you should do. That's what that's what humans do. They move on. Mm-hmm. Walt's not really all not really into that idea Walt just much. Tackle sidelines sidelines him. Yeah, he gives him the junior say out treatment. Right. And I love Walt in this, or not Walt, I love uh, Saul in this scene because he's like, you know, he's ripping into Walt as Walt's leaving. Like, I'm cutting off your PayPal. I'm doing this. I'm not, you're not, you're not, you're not going to get this anymore. But at the same time, he's like, Mike, go get the fucking cash cow. Go talk to him. Go grab yeah. him. Yeah. On his way out. That was, uh, that was fun. But he does end up cutting off that PayPal account. He does. No more, no more uh, uh no more, more donations on that GeoCities page. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People lose interest. I love that people that lose interest. Breakfast scene was so awkward and just they're just done. Both of them. It's, it's the air in there is so thick with tension. Uh, so back at school, which I, I'm trying to figure out Walt's work schedule because it's he, you'd think he'd be at school more than he is. Sure. Uh, and I can't that remember would be very why. fun to watch. Yeah, no, it wouldn't be very fun to watch, would it? I can't remember why he's in the office talking to the principal. Uh, because there's, I guess he was. Was he not been at acting work? Weird or something? Yeah, not at work. Missing work. You know, we've been missing work. Uh, you know, there's some just some issues we got. This isn't like you. Yeah, and then uh, Walt thought that Dude. maybe he could. Do a little tit for tat. This is the Did worst. Not, this is this is the most awkward. It's the most cringy scene yes. I can think of in this in this show. Right. 
because he he doesn't i don't i don't think he says a word no he's just yeah he's just being kind of leaning in on her right and goes for it and jesus christ man you don't do that it's gross and i don't think he was doing this in like a i'm really horny right now way i think he was doing this in a i need revenge on skylar i this is a perfect opportunity and he's just which i don't know if that makes it better or worse (laughs) he is grasping at straw i I don't know it was this is bad that was a bad bad play very bad (laughs) Well, it gets him placed on uh, administrative leave, so he gets a little bit of vacation. So that's right. not the that's... worst outcome. Sure, he's fired though; like he's not coming back. Right, you're not coming back. If no. you're coming back, you're not coming back to that school for sure. Yeah. So he gets placed on on leave, and as he's like walking out of the school, Jesse is out in the parking lot, waiting on him because he gets to him before he gets to the car. Yeah, he had to be waiting for him. Yeah, and he's like, "Did you, you just get fired? Like, you just get fired? Yeah." And this is, <clears throat> yeah, th- th- this is the weird conversation because, like, uh, Jesse, you know, Jesse, uh, he's like, hey, you're, you don't need to come go back to the meth thing. You're great at a lot of things. Jesse's like, well, like what? Your, your sobriety is great. It's like, hey, you can say one good thing, Jesse. One thing Jesse's good at. That's the thing is he doesn't know anything about Jesse past right. sobriety, and I make meth with that guy. Right. Jesse shows him his back. Jesse's a great artist. I think he is too. I think, I think he, he, he has is a, a very in, kind human. I say Jesse Pinkman next Stan Lee. What do you think about that? I don't, I don't know about that actually. Maybe a little too far. So. Okay, a little I'll, too far there, buddy. I retract my statement. Yeah. Uh, but he's pretty good at making meth, and yeah. he he shows Walt his batch, which is probably perfect. And Walt's probably you know, just the, as good. Yeah. If it maybe even better, maybe. just because it has some artistry in there, like right. you said. Uh, and Walt dismisses it as uh, a inferior cheap product, inferior product, which even though it's uh, you could tell Walt's first he's, he's like pissed that he did fuck. his thing. <laughs> and he's pissed that, oh, this is perfect. Yeah. And he can do it. So right. we have a bit of an issue here. Right. And this is where um, I think the wheels start turning for other folks when Jesse brings the batch to Saul and is like, let's just sell this to let's get Gus involved here right this is where the wheels start turning for everybody else like they know Walt enough or they know the guy that Walt is enough yes to know that if this gets purchased and put on the street Walt is a gonna find out about it and B is gonna be fucking pissed mm-hmm. so what we do is is we agree to the sale we'll do this uh, but when we deliver payment we're only gonna deliver half to Jesse and the other half to Walt because mm-hmm. we know we know. So it's like a two-edge... It's like they're coming at him from a couple of different angles. They're coming at him from the jealousy angle and then coming at him from the flattery angle. Like, hey, mm-hmm. man, we know. This was you. Here's your half. So why don't you just... Also, remember the the big wads of cash we give you when you do this? Remember that? Maybe you should get back into it. It's, it's, it's genius on their parts to do it this way. Sucks for Jesse only getting half of a payment. <laughs> yeah. He did the whole thing. I guess, yeah, it's it's definitely the angles thing, you know, what you're saying. Sucks for yeah. him, though. Needs uh, some furniture in that house. He does. He needs to he needs to get a bed frame. He, he goes to yeah. Badly. Like it's pretty beaten down mattress on the floor. That's, That's pretty not beaten good. down. No, you gotta a get a, a box spring. Come on. Box spring, bed frame. 
I don't have any other notes here about this other than Skyler continues affair with Ted. Uh, let me see here. Um, in between banks, um, the audio. Uh, Walt does have Mike. This is like the what I probably the first episode we've like heard Mike talk a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love his uh, cadence. He's honest. He's a uh, he's a great he has a great cadence. You know. Yeah. No. He's. He's great and perfect, and I right. It's the only time that I could uh, that you can really say, "Boy, I'm glad Bob Odenkirk wasn't there that day." Sure, yeah, I'm glad they got Mike, and also, yeah. uh, I, I the line, uh, you know, he's like, "Great line of work you're in, uh, Hank to or not Hank, uh, Walt uh, to Walt yeah, to like, Mike." But uh, you're the you're the drug dealer, dude. <laughs> what are like, you doing? You know who? I like yeah. him telling like. Well, my well, well, we've been listening for two weeks, and let me tell you, you're not that interesting. So right. yeah, we'll go. We'll I'll get all of them. These are eight hundred dollars a piece. I will make sure that I get all of them. Yeah, you dick. He's great. And this is, and that's of course the like beginning of the not beginning, but just like the igniting of the Walt v Mike mm-hmm. rivalry that goes on throughout Mike's time. So left many on the bald show. heads. So, so many. many bald heads speaking of bald heads yeah we do uh, have hank stuff we forgot to yeah mention. we do so hank and uh and gomi are sort of clashing and i think we talked about their yeah. their little bathroom scene in the last episode yeah, it makes it weird when you say it like that yeah that's it makes it a little different doesn't it uh but the and i guess he gets this tip from the gas station that there's there's more blue meth on the on the horizon so it, it of course gets hank's panties all in a wad and he's got right. he's got to get to it right now and but the problem is is he is still due to go to el paso in a day or two and now the boss is involved and he's kind of like kind of put out by the whole situation like look man this is uh this is a big deal they need you there and uh, you pretty much have always talked about wanting to go, and I'm sure all your requests to go have come through me. So I'm just relaying this back to you that this is sort of your this is the last time we're gonna ask. Yeah, and he says he says no, I can't. In yeah, there at some point. Yeah, and he's you know he's using Heisenberg and being so close to Heisenberg as an excuse mm-hmm. to why he can't go. We've kind of already fleshed all that out, but, and basically the boss is when he tells him he can't go, he's like, okay, well, I guess you better go follow up on this lead. Yeah. For Heisenberg. And, uh, he does, he goes out to the gas station. He believes the, that this is where there's going to be a turning point in the, in the case. He's going to figure out, figure out some good information talks to the cashier who was of course the, the the woman that tried the blue meth and he's got a he's got a, a little baggie of it himself to to jog the memory he shows it to her and she kind of does though she's very sad she thinks she's gonna get in trouble yeah and he kind of goes like look i don't really give a shit about you or anybody right. using I'm, I'm looking for the guy that gave this to you and then he looks up and sees the camera above the cashier and is like, please tell him you've got it. That, that, that works, right? That's got to work. It doesn't work. So he gets in the truck and he's pretty pissed off. And then he's just kind of sitting there and he looks and he sees the ATM. And then we do, we have the little, well, let's, 
I don't know how he's checking to see yeah, if I don't he's know in how frame. He's doing that at all. <laughs> but that's what he's doing, checking to see if he's in frame of the ATM. And we have a real lead. He has a full lead of we this get, person. Soon we're going to get the uh, Jesse in the RV and Walt and the call to Maria, right? Yeah, and then he beats Jesse up. Yeah. No, yeah, that's got that be soon. soon. Yeah. Because he's, I mean, he's going to find out that Jesse was in the RV next week, I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, we got one more thing at the very end. We do uh, Walt's driving, and this is when he gets the drop off at the green light. And we do learn that uh, the father of, um, uh, 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 oh my God, I'm blanking. I'm sorry. Uh, the father of um, Jane. Jane uh, tried to commit suicide. It was on the yeah. news report, and so just Walt, ruining people's lives. He is. Who do you, do you who do you think's ruined more lives, him or Tony? Ooh, I gotta say Tony. Yeah, because he had a much longer period. Yeah. Okay, That's here's true. a good one. Uh, one thing that I've noticed this time is so like the timeline of Breaking Bad really isn't that long. Like the amount of time from mm-hmm. the beginning of the show to the end of the show you know, minus the time jumps that, that that happened throughout, like the time period is not that long. Right. And watching the episodes, the way we're watching it, it really does feel like months rather than, okay, well this is the next year because right. we're in season three. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it, it may, it, it's much more cohesive this way. Makes more linear sense, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, because this show is way more linear than uh, The Sopranos was, or a lot of other shows are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think the... I want to say that the, like, before Walt disappears in the last season, like, that's only, like, a year or 18 months since the Mm -hmm. beginning of the show. In the show, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not a long time period at all. Whereas Tony had 20 years of being a high ranking and yeah, you know, I would, I would guess that Tony Soprano himself has murdered more people than Walt ruined lives. Now you get, if you, if you want to expand it out to the, his drugs, I, I guess. Cause like, yeah, you want to expand it out into his drugs. But also I get the, the Sopranos, they do drugs. They do. I don't know. A little bit. I don't know. Well, don't they get mad at uh, uh, Chris for selling drugs at they some do, point? Yeah. Yeah. So they're they're so yeah. So like drugs aren't like their main gig at all. Right. So there's less of that. I don't know. I if mean, you want to like take... you're ruining a lot of lives with like debt, debt collecting and stuff like that. That's true. You know. That's true. I think I might have to just on on uh, run time give the slight edge to Tony. He's just been there longer. He's just, he's had more, he's more staying mm-hmm. power, more staying power. Right. But if you want to present the drug numbers from Walt, I'm more than happy to take that into consideration. It's a lot of numbers. It's a lot of numbers. Mm-hmm. I mean, you saw the little dots on the blue meth map in Hank's <laughs> office. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a lot of states. It's a lot of states. It's a lot of states. Yeah. Widespread. I, I guess too, because that's such widespread, right? And I don't, yeah. I And, it, and Tony's just in New Jersey. No, I would assume that Tony is affecting the tri-state area. Yeah. But other but, than that, yeah. Walt has more coverage. He does. 
Although the the Italian crime families are not just syndicates in their own area. They're nationwide syndicates. Mm-hmm. You know, I've I've watched a little bit about this, oh. read a little on this. Okay. Well, we'll we'll uh we'll talk about it next week, I guess. We'll figure this out. We'll figure we'll out. We'll hash this out. We'll get who's... we'll do the research online like we are going right. to do. Right. And then we'll get back to you. Right. Okay. Well, uh that's another episode of the Deja Vu podcast and I'm Trey and that's Travis and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.